Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to another episode of Disney vs. Disney Debates, the podcast where we are going to figure out exactly what is the best Disney film ever made. I am your grandmaster, Zane C. Weber, and joining me, as always, keeping us honest all the way through the episode is Julie Eisentrager. Not on mic today because uh, she's probably sick or something. Yeah, great. That's that's wonderful, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> we have two debaters here for the debate today. We have none other than James Kehoe. Hello. How are you, James? Oh, How are you feeling? It's great to be here, as always. Now, we've heard from you before. This is true. And you've won your last one. Yes. Are no. you feeling confident about this one? I am, actually. I'm feeling quite confident. Good. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say at the moment. Um, <laughs> just kind of the tease. Don't want to uh, get overconfident. No, exactly. I don't want to get cocky. And joining us on the other side of the table is Carly Skelton. Greetings. How are you, Carly? Great. Ready to hopefully not lose this one. Well, <laughs> you're already on a good streak. You've yeah, won the nil dice for roll. Yeah, three. So <laughs> you've won the dice roll, though. So you get to choose whether you go first or second, and you have chosen second, yes. putting James in the hot seat. But before we get into it, mm. James. Yes. What movie are you arguing for? I am arguing for none other than Meet the Robinsons. Meet the Robinsons with dinosaurs. With dinosaurs. T-Rexes to be exact. Yeah, absolutely. Carly, (laughs) what movie are you arguing for? The best Disney movie ever made, just quietly, just a preamp. Big Hero 6. (laughs) Big Hero 6. Super fun, super cute. Mm. Super fun, super cute. You're going second. So there are five categories. Five categories that I will be taking points in. They are the memorable moments, the message, the movie magic, the magic music, and that Disney touch. So I will be making points both for and against, depending on your arguments and your rebuttals. You will each get three minutes to make your opening statements with a warning sound at two minutes. And you'll be cut off without anything further to say. The jig is up, you jaded, jug-headed jack-in-the-box. At three minutes. <laughs> That's brilliant. I love it. So, without any further ado, James, three minutes. Your time starts when you start talking. I'll cite you off with a quote from Andrew Urban of Australian Urban Cinephile. Quote, Walt Disney stood for fantasy on screen. And this is a loving tribute to his legacy. 
He was referring to Meet the Robinsons. Meet the Robinsons is a cacophony of creativity, bursting with style and colour and charm in every scene and every character. When it comes to memorable moments, I'm tempted to say the whole darn thing, but highlights, of course, include the T-Rex chase with his tiny arms, uh, the choir of smooth-talking frogs, and, of course, the bumbling antics of our main villain, Bowler Hat Guy, and his maniacal hat, Doris. These two characters are amongst the wealth of interesting standout players in our ensemble cast, all of which are seamlessly introduced as a showcase of the imagination and life that the Robinson family really is. With members uh, living in pot plants uh, to Uncle Art, the superhero uh, uncle voiced by none other than Adam West, it's fantasy on screen, just uh, just like Walt Disney himself was looking for. Or, in other words movie magic who could forget the message of this film as every part of lewis's journey centered around the one key ideal keep moving forward this message straight from the mouth of walt disney himself is all about embracing failure and using it to guide us and to propel us in life it's not only an inspiring message but it's a unique one one that is scarcely touched on in other disney films As far as the magic music goes, there are few film composers as prolific as Danny Elfman, who has worked on scores for many of Tim Burton's films, as well as the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy, Goodwill Hunting, an onslaught of others, uh, partnered with the movie's flagship single, Little Wonders, by Rob Thomas. Uh, The music in Meet the Robinsons is a large part of its charm uh, and its beauty. Insofar as the Disney touch, well, this one's got Disney's fingerprints all over it, as I've explained. But there's one other thing that a good Disney film always has to get right. A good villain. Bowler Hat Guy is not only hilarious, but his story is also tragic. We eventually learn in a twist, one of many of the great twists in this movie, that he's actually been Lewis's roommate goob the entire time, an orphan who was kept awake by Lewis's work on the brain scanner, who became bitter and resentful. Uh, And to see his story and redemption indeed at the end uh, is part of what makes this film so incredible. And that's my time. Wonderful. No need to cut you off at the end. All right. Solid argument. Carly, you have your work cut out for you. Big Hero 6, your time starts when you start talking. Big Hero 6 is a 2014 American 3D computer animated superhero film produced by Walt Disney Animation Studios. Um, It's loosely based on the superhero team of the same name by Marvel Comics and we'll come to a little bit of that crossover later. Uh, It's the 54th Disney animated feature film. It was directed by Don Hall, Chris Williams. Um, Film tells the story of Hiro Hamada, a young robotics prodigy who forms a superhero team to combat a masked villain. Ooh, how very Disney. um, the cast, fe- uh, the cast, the film features the voices of Scott Adsit, Ryan Potter, Damon Wayans Jr., Maya Rudolph, James Cronwell, Adam Tujic. It's just a really, really amazing cast. Um, Big Hero 6 is the first Disney animated film to feature Marvel Comics characters um, whose parent company was acquired by the Walt Disney Company in 2009. So nice little crossover there. Um, it premiered at the Tokyo International Film Festival. Um, it grossed over $657.8 million worldwide. And at the time, it became the highest grossing animated film of 2014. It won the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature, the Kids' Choice Award for Favourite Animated Movie. It also received nominations for the Annie Award for Best Animated Feature, Golden Globe Award and the BAFTA Award as well. 
Um, memorable moments from this movie is, you know, the relationships that came out of it, new friendships forming through loss, um, that it's okay not to be okay. And I think that's a really, really beautiful message. Um, Hero really struggles with the loss of his brother and grieves for a longer period of time, usually shown in Disney movies. So I like that it carries a message of mercy and compassion with, you know, Hero saving Callahan at the end. Oops, spoilers. Sorry. Um, the movie magic is awesome for this movie. Disney created an entire new city for this movie. It's set in San Francisco, so it's a bit of an amalgamation between San Francisco and Tokyo. The realism of the animation, um, Walt Disney Animation Studios created entirely new software technology to produce the film's animated visuals. Um, the music is awesome. It includes a futuristic, futuristic soundtrack by Henry Jackman. No relation to Hugh, sorry. Um, the soundtrack features an original song called Immortals written by Fallout Boy and that was in my head so much in 2014 when I watched the movie <laughs> over and over and go. Oh, my Lord. Um, also, while not part of the soundtrack, a, beef, a brief instrumental section of Eye of the Tiger plays in the film um, in one of the fight scenes, so I thought that was really cool. Um, the Disney touch is its classic Disney. There are Easter eggs galore. Um, Hero's Room, there's a robot head resembling Eve from Wall-E, the photo of the woman from the pound and bolt is seen in the picture frame. Um, Baymax first tests out the new rocket fists and destroys the statue of Hans from Frozen. That was the best. Um, and Stan Lee is actually in this movie as well. Right. Woo. Okay. Great arguments for both of your movies. Now I would like to give you both two minutes to tell me why your opponent's film is not the best Disney film ever made. So, James, you will get to go first, telling me why Big Hero 6 is not the best Disney film ever made. And your time starts when you start talking. Right off the bat, suspension of disbelief is high in this movie. You have this genius kid who graduated high school at 13, able to manufacture this cutting edge tech in such a small time frame. He's able to build the team's whole kind of setup in what seems like a day at tops a week. But on top of that, the plot doesn't really make sense. Uh, we have a villain who burns down his entire university to get his hands on tech when he already has heroes trush, trust. Uh, Tadashi really dies for no reason. He bolts into a burning building when there are firefighters already there. We're supposed to understand Callahan's intent because his daughter died in a portal accident because of Cray. He could have just not, you know, faked his own death and have killed Cray secretly if that was his intent. The message is kind of also mixed. I get that it's a revenge story. It's about grief. And we see Hero realise that he can't solve his problems with, with killing Callahan. But it also tries to shoehorn in this friendship and teamwork story where they, you know, initially can't catch the guy because even with all their tech, they can't work effectively as a team. And then a few scenes later, without any sort of training, they just can work together as a team. Also, the fly-in flagship tie-in song Immortals is sort of very run-of-the-mill. It doesn't really tie into the story all that well. I initially thought it was Imagine Dragons, uh, only later found out it was Fallout Boy. It was kind of just this very generic sort of uh, rocky song. Uh, the ending also doesn't really make sense. Baymax, he sacrifices himself, but leaves Hero with the chip that makes him who he is so they could rebuild him. Uh, this would have required Baymax to take out his chip, which canonically turns him into a bloodthirsty killing machine, uh, which he 
was not as as he sort of had his final moments. Overall, the movie has plot inconsistencies and rushes through the development of its characters, shoehorning in a tragic backstory for the villain, just justifying his story, but never explaining the ridiculously illogical steps he makes to achieve his goal overall. All right. Harsh words, Carly. I hope you're not going to let him get away with that. (laughs) Your time starts when you start talking. Okay, so I agree with a few things. They're very fair from very similar storylines. Boy genius, this is that experience loss. Um, Meet the Robinsons is also futuristic, but it's very childish with a fairly predictable storyline. Meet the Robinsons also won zero awards. Um, I tried to watch it last week just as in a preparation, um, but it's not on Stan or Netflix, so it's not good enough to be in there. You know, Disney slots, just putting that out there. Um, I do enjoy the little twist that the father is the kid in the future. That was cute. But there was no real message that I got from it. I didn't find it very memorable. It's not quotable. Um, And in rebuttal before, they can work as a team very quickly because montage, okay? Disney knows how to do a montage. That's it. All right. I don't have much to say about that movie. Fair enough. (laughs) Okay, so... After your statements and your rebuttals, we will take a little break. We'll come back with an open discussion with some questions from me and for each other, if you so wish, and some fact checks if there are any facts that need to be checked. So let's take a break and we will come back soon. a mess. War, famine, politics. Why can't everyone just get along? Yeah, like in musicals. Musicals fix everything. If people listened and learned from musicals, everything would be better. Music, lights and spontaneous choreography. What isn't there to love? If you want to learn all of life's Important lessons. Or just listen to some musical theatre nerds wax lyrical. Subscribe to Musicals Tell Me Everything I Know, wherever you find fun and funny podcasts. Or at our website at that's not canonproductions.com. A that's not canon productions podcast. Alrighty then. So, this is our open discussion section. And I have a question that I would like to ask both of you to answer in regards to your own movie certainly um now both of you have given me a list of a few of the messages that have been pushed in your movies i'd like you to expound as to how your movie as a whole pushes its moral so we definitely have uh in big hero six we have that healing through grief Mm, definitely and in meet the robinsons it's it is that Keep Always keep moving. Yeah. Um, keep moving forward. Correct. <coughs> uh, so if you could just spend some time telling me how your movie works as a whole to get that message across to the audience. We'll start with James. Sure thing. Um, yeah. So Meet the Robinsons, essentially the action that happens in the movie or the action uh, is servicing this one message, this keep moving forward. We have uh, Lewis, of course, who uh, is this inventor who – you know, his machines kind of fail and, and when they do fail, he sort of crumples in on himself uh, and kind of says, I can't believe I'm a failure. Uh, however, when he's kind of exposed to the Robinsons, uh, there's this scene, there's the uh, the 
dining room scene, right? Where they're all having dinner and the robot ha- kind of has the peanut butter and jelly yeah, machine yeah. That, that breaks and, you know, mess gets everywhere. And um, it's kind of a little bit Lewis's fault because he tries to fix it and it blows up. And so he's all, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. But everyone's laughing and everyone's like, well, this was so much fun. Uh, you know, we learnt from this, you know, and we keep moving forward. Uh, and so that's this kind of big turning point for him, uh, for Lewis and his journey to realise that failure is not the be all and end all. Mm-hmm. That in fact that you can learn so much from failure. Um, and then, you know, yeah, that's that's one one example of how that is serviced in the, in the plot and sure. you know altogether Carly this movie has a great message regarding love and loss i mean initially hero was vengeful in the beginning and wanted to destroy callahan when he realized that callahan also experienced grief hero tries to save his daughter I mean, Callahan ultimately gets super arrested because what he did was seriously messed up. Not just regular arrest. Like no, super very arrested super arrested. Because yeah. he was arrested by superheroes. <laughs> I see what I did there. Um, and Baymax is kind of destroyed in the end. But, like, Hero then recreates Baymax to then get closer to his brother. It's just a really beautiful message about love and loss and how to overcome grief. Yeah. And help others do the same. Absolutely. Um, so I will, I also wanted to bring up something. So neither of these are traditional Disney films. Oh, this absolutely is Disney, not. both of them kind of branching out a little bit. Definitely. And James, you definitely brought up the suspension of disbelief. Mm. Do you think that suspension of disbelief is higher in Big Hero 6 than it is in Meet the Robinsons? I do, actually. I think that we see... Uh, Lewis at a similar age to, to hero uh, trying these kind of projects that are dinky and, you know, like that don't work because he may be a genius, but he's still, you know, a 14 year old boy or what have you. We then see over the course of his entire life, him shaping the future in a progression that is in line with what his machines do in the past. Right. So Mm. if, if say Mm -hmm. big hero six was set, in the same time period as where he goes in the future, would there be a problem? I see where you're going with that. Mm-hmm. However. But different universes, obviously, because this yeah, is completely obviously. made up. Of, of, of course, but yeah. I, I'm saying However, I think yeah, Hero definitely. has a few yeah, yeah. more resources to. However, that doesn't change the fact that he's 13 years old, 14 years old, and is seamlessly, you know, pulling off all of this tech with stuff, with stuff that like, even if we are in the future, right? If we're in the future, then surely there should be adults in this time who were able, who, like the tech that he's creating. Oh, oh if, you've, if you've been watching Disney, you know that adults <laughs> are pretty adults silly. Adults are very dumb yeah. and silly. Yeah, yeah. No, only, only kids can do anything. <laughs> uh, My question is, thing, where right? is Hero getting the money to make millions of these tiny frigging robots? Exactly like, that. I believe, I, believe I, I don't want to be like mm-hmm. supporting either movie here. Sure. I believe in the context of the film, he has replicators and they're commonplace is that you just there are three program three D printers. You just yeah. program the the thing that you <laughs> want to steal some stuff from creates. the univ- my brother's university, yeah. go mm. home, print out a whole bunch of bots. My <laughs> easy peas. And and you know, I admit that it's very nitpicky to say that, you know, how can he build this stuff? My sort of main gripe was with the time frame of it, I sure. think. Is that like he has this idea and in one day, there were yeah. a lot of montages. I, yeah. will, oh, yeah. I will yeah. give you that. So, yeah. Um, my 
follow-on question to these films being uh, outside the norm for Disney mm. um, and both being kind of science fiction based and and child based yeah. is how do you think these films have added to the Disney oeuvre overall? So uh, uh, just talk a little bit about how your film has both affected Disney at the time of release and how it's gone on to affect how Disney has created films. Hmm. Uh, would you like to start? I've been sure. Uh, yeah, look, you know, it's my turn. Yeah. Um, I mean, this movie is one of the few movies wholly set in the future, but it's mm. not too far in the future. It's set in 2034. So technically I think I read somewhere that Hero would have been born in 2018 or something like that. I don't know. I, it's not right in front of me. Go ahead, fact check that if you need to. Oh, we will. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, I like that with all of the advancements in computer generation and computer-generated animation rather, um, that they're able to branch out and start new styles like when they did um, Finding Nemo, they could then do Wall-E because they can start to animate and they're learning new techniques with every single movie and I think by doing more futuristic computer-generated movies, they can start to branch out and I find that every single new Disney movie has something new and yeah. different in it. And that's something I think that Disney is, is aiming on. I saw the um, a trailer for Frozen the other day and I thought it was real ocean water. Right, I was yeah. like, what the heck, <laughs> Disney? <laughs> yeah, I just really like the animation techniques and I think that they're – Doing really good. Well done, Disney. Well done. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, Disney. I yeah. uh, hope someone finally recognizes you yes. for the talent that you yeah. are. Just, <laughs> just one or two awards you've got under your belt. I, 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 I welcome our new Disney overlords. Yes. Uh, James. I, for one, I wasn't meant to. <laughs> yeah, in a similar vein in terms of pushing tech and stuff, this uh, the context of this movie sort of time-wise is it's sort of at the advent of them going from traditional animations to 3D. It's wedged right between Chicken Little and Bolt, uh, which is kind of the start. Chicken Little was sort of the first sort mm-hmm. of foray into the 3D animated um, just Disney films. Um, in the same way, like I, this has the heart of one of those traditionally animated films. Yeah. Uh, it's very kind of based on Disney, Walt Disney himself and sort of Walt Disney had, you know, with his theme parks, a big, a big look at future um, stuff with like Epcot and all that kind of stuff. He was very focused on the future. And so this was sort of a, um, very much harkens to that sort of side of what Walt Disney enjoyed and what Walt Disney liked. Um, and as I say, yeah, has the heart of one of those older Disney films while also being technically impressive and, and pushing the boundaries. Um, and, and, you know, I kind of didn't bring this up earlier, but sort of one thing I wanted to say about Big Hero 6 is that it's, it is also as you mentioned, based on Marvel characters, mm. it is sort of, while it's a Disney film, it also kind of is a Marvel film. It is a superhero film as well. Whereas I think with Meet the Robinsons, it's more of a uh, core. It's just, it's just Disney. It's very sure. Disney. Yeah. Absolutely. But Disney owns Marvel now, so it's all Disney. That's true. That's how it works, right? <laughs> like Star Wars is Disney. Absolutely. There you go. Uh, yeah. Who am I to question that? Um, <laughs> did you have any questions for each other before we move on? I did. Um, you mentioned in your rebuttal um, the word predictable. You said that uh, Meet the Robinsons was a predictable film. I'd like 
if you could just elaborate on that a little bit further. I think growing up watching Disney movies, I can see a little bit more what's going to happen. When Mm. I was watching Big Hero 6, I didn't see a lot of that because it was the kind of movie where I didn't know what was going to happen. Oh, my God, he dies in a fire. What's going to happen next? Mm. Who is this giant marshmallow robot? What? (laughs) Um, But with me, the Robinsons, it was like, oh, okay, there's a bad guy. He's got – oh, well, he must be the bad guy. He's got the hat. Oh, the hat's going to be doing something different. Oh, the hat jumps off his head and it's got legs. It was just that kind of movie that I could just feel I knew what was going to happen. Um, The science fair wasn't going to go well and uh, surprise it doesn't go well. But then in the future, in the end, it goes well. Yay. Mm. And it becomes Mm. a successful inventor. So it is very classic Disney movie in that sense. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, So I just have word that, Carly, you were correct. Uh, he would have been born in 2018. <gasps> He's a baby. He's, He's a among baby. us. That genius oh hero. God, Hero Hamada's alive, guys. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what? In in that classic city of San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. I have the T-shirts. <laughs> it's the best. All right. Well, let's uh, take a break and we will come back with our final arguments. Right, the time has come for our final summations in the argument of Meet the Robinsons versus Big Hero 6. So, as is tradition, James, you get to go first. So you will have one minute to give us your final summary on why Big Hero 6 is the best Disney film ever made. Oh, sorry, Meet the Robinsons. Meet the Robinsons yeah, is no, the best Disney film ever made and why Big Hero 6 no, is No, Zane was not. right the first time. Yeah, yeah, no, I'll argue yeah. for Big Hero I'm 6. I'm just so used to Carly going first. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. All right, your time starts when you start talking. Meet the Robinsons is a great Disney film mirrored after Disney's own words, chock full of memorable moments like the Frog Choir and the T-Rex. Its message, Keep Moving Forward, is straight out of Walt Disney's mouth about embracing failure. It's an inspiring message. The movie Magic, uh, it is fantasy on screen, bursting with creativity and colour, seamlessly introducing its large ensemble cast and full of memorable moments. Well, yes. Uh, The Magic Music... Uh, you got Rob Thomas, Little Wonders is a, a real uh, good one that gets stuck in your head. Danny Elfman's there. They've got a, They Might Be Giants and the Jonas Brothers as well, which I didn't mention. <laughs> uh, that Disney touch, that great twist, a good villain. And in the words of Andrew Urban, Walt Disney stood for fantasy on screen. And this is a loving tribute to his legacy. All right. A tribute to Walt Disney's legacy. Versus Carly? Big Hero 6. Oh. Uh, one Hang minute. On. Why? <laughs> <laughs> one minute when you start talking. Big Hero 6 is honestly my hands down favourite Disney movie of all time and I grew up loving Aladdin and Beauty and the Beast and things like that. I think it's because it's quotable, it's memeable, it's cute. Like Baymax, are you satisfied with your care? I say that all the time at my work. I mean I'm a nurse so it's kind of appropriate. (laughs) Um, Like when Baymax is low battery and deflating, like him cuddling the cat on the stairs and calling it a hairy baby. Like that's frigging adorable. Um, The fact that like he could be a basketball player. He's, you know, six feet tall and 75 pounds, but he's like completely full of air until the hero totally (laughs) mechs him out. Um, Also, one thing I didn't mention before that I thought was adorable, that Baymax's motions were modelled on baby penguins. (gasps) 
Oh, how huggable is that? <laughs> like, I'm not even kidding. You can't get cuter than that. Um, I have a phone full of Big Hero 6 memes because it's just, I send them to my friends all the time. Big Hero 6 and Frozen crossover memes, very popular. The jig is up, you jaded right. jack in the box. <laughs> That's it. That's the end of the arguments. I have some scores to tabulate, so please take this chance to tell each other what you like about the other person's film. Of course. Uh, I, when I was prepping for this debate, I watched Big Hero 6, which I realised was a mistake uh, because that movie is so great. Like, right? It's very good. I watched it in cinemas and then this was like my second time watching it through. It's just, it's so full of charm. Um, it's a really, really good film. Um, I... Yeah, I just really like it. And, yeah, you're right. It is very cute and very quotable um, and I like it a lot. I like um, Meet the Robinsons. I was a bit shocked when I first saw it that, you know, Cornelius is him. Yeah. I was like, yeah, what? Cool Not so predictable was, now, is yeah, it? Yeah, look, that one <laughs> part of it, I thought that was a little twist that I thought was pretty cute. Yeah. Um, the music was good, but it's not as good as Big Hero 6. I mean, Fall Out Boy, mwah. Um, the animation I thought was really cute too with yeah. the flying cars that mm. were a bit Jetsons-y, but, you know, adorable. Yeah. Good movie. Two out of ten would recommend. Kidding. Love it, love it, love it, love it. <laughs> okay, well, I have done my scores. Oh, my goodness. And which... Which category would you like me to start with? Oh, boy. Um, don't make me choose. I'm making you choose. Oh, great. Memorable moments. Okay. Memorable moments. This one went to Big Hero 6 because I yes. think in just numbers and, and quotability, um, like, I mean, James, you did do a great job of, of, of listing off a number of fun moments from the film, mm. uh, but over the course of, of Carly's arguments, they were just weight of numbers. And I think... Big Hero 6 was scripted around that sort of thing, mm. more so than Meet the Robinsons was. Meet the Robinsons, I think, was more about the message, which is a category that it took out. Mm. Um, while Big Hero 6 does have a very poignant message of uh, dealing with grief and uh, dealing with grief through friendship, I think that that message does take a little bit of a backseat to the action mm. um, and the actual plot of the movie, whereas I think the plot of the of uh, Meet the Robinsons is the message, and I think that message ties in very well to um, to Disney and that homage to Disney that they were doing. Mm. Um, when it comes to the movie magic, this is another one with just weight of numbers. Big Hero Six took out Meet the Robinsons, uh, just with the the number of the awards. Uh, Paired up with the fact about baby penguins. Sure, of I course. Mean, no, fair <laughs> what enough. can you do? Yeah, you, you can't Jane, beat that. You can't beat a baby penguin. You can't beat a well, baby penguin because that would be cruelty. Yes. Yeah. Um, I will say, James, you made a lot of really good points about plot holes, which I'm really glad someone did. Right. Because um, it's not something that comes up very often, though <laughs> it, it could very often come up. Uh, but I think just, yeah, I agree. That's numbers. why I didn't bring them home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that went to. Uh, Big Hero 6. Um, now, when it came to the music, neither of you had a lot to say about your films. Sure. Uh, and so uh, this one went to uh, Meet the Robinsons 
just because James, you managed to get some critique in there about <laughs> the, the quality of music that was in Big Hero Six, mm. uh, and it just wasn't answered for. Uh, so I think that 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 goes. They didn't that, really focus on the music. No, they didn't. Neither of no. these films is yeah. about the music. They're not Disney musicals. Yeah, um, but still, Which it is, is a, a category. It is. <laughs> yes. Got to think of it. <laughs> so that makes it two verse two. Oh boy! Oh, stressful. Uh, bringing it down to that Disney touch. Now, Meet the Robinsons has a lot of Disney in it, mm. being in itself an homage to Disney and Disney's way of thinking, uh, his view of the future, uh, like you said, Tomorrowland and Epcot, mm. all of that stuff that really epitomised what Disney was about and them really trying to do justice to his thoughts and feelings about um, approaching the world and creativity. Mm. And then we have a very similar... I would say, um, approach to uh, Big Hero 6, not so much for Disney, but for their recent acquisition of Marvel and mm. incorporating it into the Disney brand. Um, you mentioned that it, it is using Marvel Marvel properties mm -hmm. um, and similarities and also does feature Stan Lee. Mm. And I think that this, is, this movie is a marriage of the two. Now- Where Disney is headed in the future. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe so there is there was one point made by Carly against uh Me the Robinsons that Disney touch. And there was none made from James against Oh I did because I said it's more of a Disney Marvel touch. than a and then you went on to agree that Marvel is now a Disney property. Yeah, yes. And so <sighs> The, that category goes to Big Hero Six, and Big Hero Six is the better Disney film. Yay! <laughs> Congratulations, Carly. Um, <laughs> I will say it is hard won. You have debated a number of movies and this is the first win. Um, congratulations, James. You made a lot of really good points. Ah, thank you. It was a really good debate. And I think you, you are one of the better debaters we've got when it comes to actually uh, fighting back against the point. Oh, he's that terrifying. Other Kids, <laughs> other people do not recommend. <laughs> So if you think I've made the wrong choice and I'm more than happy for you to make that choice, you can have your say in our Facebook poll. If you're listening to this, the poll will be up and running on our Facebook page. And if Meet the Robinsons wins the popular vote on the poll, it stands a chance to go through to the second round as a wild card entry. There will only be four wild card entries. So it needs to win. At the moment, it needs to win by more than seven Percent. Well, I think you guys can do it. I think you guys so, can help me out here. So go there, have your say. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. Now, before we go, is there anything that either of you would like to plug? This will be coming out early March. I, uh, not that I can think of. Uh, go check out my, I have other podcasts on the network. Uh, go check out My Song Suck and Unfeatured Articles. Uh, but other than that, that's about all I got. Um, if you're in Brisbane, head to Brisbane Arts Theatre from the 23rd of Feb to the 23rd of March to see maybe Diana in Next to Normal. Oof. Yeah. Big one. Feeling all, <laughs> feeling all the feels. It's, 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 it's going to be great. Um, no, it's, we open next week and it's going to be an amazing show. Excellent. Super depressing, but amazing. An amazing, superly, superly depressing show. Yeah. 
All right. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you again to Julie for fact-checking us all the way to the end. Love you, Julie. Um, you can catch us next week for another debate. Uh, congratulations again, Carly, for Woo-hoo. your win. Finally. Uh, sorry to James for not winning this time. Right. And keep watching Disney, everyone. Hello. Bork, bork, hi. You know what you need to be doing? You need to be listening to the Floof and Papa podcast. I'm Mel. I'm Taylor. And we're going to talk about all things dogs. Dog stories. Dog breeds. Dog tips and tricks. Dog puns. Dog jokes. Dog everything. Out if you're not listening. Uh, hit us up at the Floof and Papa podcast wherever you get your podcast. Tune in. Uh, that's not kind of productions podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.